Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Uh, for fuck's sake. Hi, everybody. Not muted. Why are you cursing already? I don't give a shit. I don't know. Where's Chris? Chris, I don't know. Is Chris not supposed to be Chris here? Chris is supposed to be here. <laughs> Guys, I think Chris has fallen down a toilet. Let's all. I guarantee he's fallen asleep. Oh, do you think he's fallen asleep? I think yeah, he's this, fallen asleep. This smells like a... Do we should we start randomly calling hostels in the British Columbia, the province of British Columbia, <laughs> to see if we can randomly get to them? That would be get... pretty fun. Stephen C. G. R. Find him. Oh my God! Should we try it? Let's see if I hostels. I know <laughs> vaguely where he is. I have no idea where he is. Yeah, uh, he's I here. just heard it. Aww. All right, let's see. Sleeping, misjudged it. Shitting, fell in the toilet. <laughs> Chris, hey, we've been speculating wildly as to where you are in the last few seconds. Ashley said sleeping. I said fell into the toilet. You're both way off. Um, I went out uh, grocery shopping and the dude in front of me in line, because I stopped to grab some smokes at the customer service bit, uh, cashed out every single lottery ticket he's ever bought, as far as yeah, I can tell. Yeah, very Canadian move right there. So also, I left Canada. 40 minutes ago. It's two blocks away. <laughs> And I, I must have waited in that line for 15 minutes for this fucking guy to collect his probably $12. Um, so shit. I got to tell yeah. you, my life was, my childhood was waiting for my grandmother to cash out her lottery tickets. So many. No, it, it, it's a very weirdly, like I, the lottery is played more in Canada than I think, like everyone I'd does actually, it. I'd actually love to know what the statistics are and who does it because it shows like a, uh, <laughs> Like a weird belief in the future. Uh, yeah, it is a weird, it's incredible. It's a very hopeful addiction. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane has one of my favorite jokes about it. I was so mad that I didn't think of it. And he was just like, "Why? Why aren't people who play the lottery more afraid of lightning strikes?" I was like, "You can't. You can't just believe in good luck." That is such That's a great. joke you would write. That's that really so good. A Chris yeah. Best joke. I love that joke. Large I was like, oh, you joke. son of a bitch. Intelligent <laughs> narrowing device. Like, that's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Very normal statement. I... Twist at the end. Yeah. Chris Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this stands at the moment, but when I was back in Ireland, there was uh, a lot of discussion about the fact that nobody has won anything on the national lottery for like too long. Mm hmm. Before oh wow! That they're like something's a Ms. Manning, can we, uh, uh, Chris? Did you buy a pre-made sandwich at the grocery store? Had to because the um, my fridge is still a freezer. Oh fuck! That's right. Damn. Yeah, it. I talked. I talked to him two days ago about like, can you fix it? They're like, yeah, for sure. No sign. No sign of anything. So okay. Oh, Apologies. Shit. This was supposed to be eaten beforehand, but again, Mr. Lottery Man. Yeah. Took the out, lottery gotcha. Took All right. So, actually, you're saying the lottery in Ireland hasn't been claimed in a shitload of a long time? Okay. This just in from Tiger. Apparently, it's now a must win this weekend 19, 19 million. 19 wow. million euro? 
That's pretty nice. So for a while in Amer- in Canada, we get all like if you whatever state you're the closest to in Canada, you get that state's local programming as well. And I grew up in Ottawa, so we got all of New York State's local programming. And New York State has so many lotteries, and like they will just keep upping the money until someone wins. And I there were like, I remember it's like this weekend, forty five million dollars, and just no one has won in like X amount of time. And you're like, holy Amazing. shit! Yeah. I think it's the same in Ireland, um, but I think it was. The situation was that people hadn't even won on like the smaller numbers. You could you can win like smaller amounts or something. There was no I, I'm that. not entirely sure. I mean, uh, um, Mr. Steve Mooney coming in with this amazing point, which is I play the Euro Millions whenever it rolls over above a hundred million, and if I win, that private chat will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> there are. No better ways to spend your winnings. Send Absolutely. them all to us. That's exactly what you should do. Great. If you, mm-hmm. if anyone ever actually does buy that, they deserve the private chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, also coming in from... Uh, the NDA you're going to have to sign when you buy that chat, though? Goddamn. That is oh, that's so locked down. That we, were discussing, down. <laughs> we were discussing in, our, uh, in some admin, uh, one of us had to sign an NDA for something, and well, that's all we're going to say. And it reminded me of one of the most frustrating conversations I've ever had with my own dad, which was when I was on America's Got Talent, I had to sign like 11 NDAs. And he was like, are you, did you shoot? Like there was just like, I did this thing and he wouldn't, then I wouldn't tell him because I was like, I signed an NDA. And he kept being like, you know, NDAs are not enforceable legally. And he's, he bothered me so much. I went, I'm going to tell you right now, but if I get sued, you're paying for all of it. You have to agree right now in front of a witness. And my mom was in the car. I was like, witness, are you the witness mom? And she was like, yeah. And I went, it's America's got talent. And he was like, oh, they probably, and I remember he like realized like, oh, it's like a big thing that they might have lawyers. He's like, oh, and I was like, oh, I can see you want to say, oh, you maybe shouldn't have told me, but too fucking bad. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you, America's got talent. One of the most frustrating experiences of that whole thing was my whole family as a result of that found out. And then every day asked me, Every day oh, of shit. the pandemic, the first lockdown. Do you know anything more about um, America's Got Talent? No. Remember how there's a <laughs> coronavirus? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I, I've never wanted to be uh, an orphan more. Just everyone constantly at, at, like, and then when you'd say, "Hey, can you stop asking me? I have no more information." They would go, "I don't ask you very often," and it was all of them. Bear in mind. Any like five phone calls a day one day, and all they did was just ask me about a bunch of things I couldn't give them answers to, and then hung up the phone. Are you feeling anything insecure about the future? Yeah. Well, here's a bunch of future questions you can't answer. Oh, good. Thank you for calling. Jesus Christ. Uh, I signed my first NDA last week. Congratulations. Uh, I've also I've signed an NDA and an NWA. What's an NWA? You just signed uh, a black guy who had a bad it, attitude. It, he's letting I'm letting the police know. <laughs> fuck you. That's what it is. <laughs> I see. Um, uh, uh, the NDAI signed is so stupid. Uh, as is, it's like, don't talk about this thing that's filming in Glasgow and everyone in Glasgow knows about. Oh, <laughs> there is nothing better in the world than an end. Like, Chris, have you ever signed? Like, have you ever gotten like for festivals where they tell you like, don't tell anyone. And then they tell you the one thing and you're like, well, everyone knows that. Like, I've already mm-hmm. been told that piece of secret information. Yeah, that's very good. My my favorite NDA that I ever signed was when I when I bartended in that Indian billionaire's house. 
And uh, before I went in, have I not told that story on here? Actually, no. Back at I did not know you bartended. Put your prepackaged sandwich down. Sandwich is down. All right. No, I could have yeah. sworn. I could have sworn that I mentioned that on here. Um, it was um, well, Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm so was, I'm broadcasting from the eternal vacuum of this plane, where all information floats through me, and I am not aware of this. So it is oh my goodness story. Well, so um, it was when I was going. I was like half. I was working stand-up and not quite enough to pay my bills, so I was still doing events. I didn't have a job in a bar. I'd just pick up wherever it would go. And this one guy, uh, Glenn Hooper, love that guy. Um, one of my favorite, um, he's like the Hills Jago of bartending in that almost everyone hates him. I love him <laughs> he's, because he just doesn't lie. He just says exactly what he's thinking, all, you know, exactly where he stands. And he's a bit of a maniac, but he's fucking good at his job and he pays me to do mine. So I like him a lot, um, but he. Uh, um, so he got me this. He got me this job. It was him I and I. Want, I just want to say this to you. Mm. You said his name like I was supposed to know who that was, and I've been sitting here being like, oh. "Why does Chris think me and Ashley know who this bartender is?" No, 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 no. That's for anyone, anyone watching. There's a possibility that Glenn's watching us right now, and I want Glenn to know I love him. But he was Glenn. a guy that like indifferent. I'm indifferent. Uh, fair enough. I don't know. You'd you. love him if you met him. He's fucking great. But he, uh, um, he fucking, like, there was a bar, it's called the Swallow now, I think, um, on Old Compton Street that used to be Lab, and it was where every cocktail bartender in the UK used to drink when they were in London. And to the point where we were 80% of the clientele. Did we and go there? Did we go to this place? Or did we Swift. go? It's called Swift now. Um, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have gone to, yeah, Beardy, that's right. Um, we wouldn't uh, have gone when it was Lab, because I think it was shut by then. But Swift is dope. But, um... But yeah, I remember Glenn used to, he had his seat at the bar. Glenn is here, he's not an NDA. Um, and every bartender would walk in. And it was normally you'd walk in, you'd say hi to everybody in the bar. It was cheers for bartenders. And no one ever stopped and said hi to Glenn. Everyone would just sort of nod at him. It was like, I acknowledge you. I see that you're there. I would rather not spend time with you. And he was like, perfect. And he would sit alone in the corner. Did he want people to spend time with him? I can't tell. He's one of those, like, he's one of those loners that's very, like, good company, but also happy that uh to be seen as a part you know okay. enjoy enjoys that he's not the kind of person that people would approach but i think quietly wishes more people did i know what you're right. talking about. there's a couple yeah. of people I, like that yeah it's i always felt like tim key was like that at the pleasance brooks bar during the Edinburgh fringe which is he wants people to come up to him but he's also appreciating being left alone yeah like you need okay. to come up with a purpose you which can is enjoy like the going... appreciation without the attention yeah yeah. <laughs> like you can go up to Tim, like right. not Tim Key. Part yeah, is it Tim Key? Yeah, Tim Key, the one-liner guy. I'm no, yeah. that's no. Uh, Tim Key's the poet. Then who am I? Tim I'm thinking of Tim Vine. Tim Vine. Okay, yeah. It's Tim Vine is who I'm thinking of. Um, the I other met one. Tim or, Key this year. He's lovely. <laughs> I've never met. Last Tim. year. I met, Tim, I met Tim Key one time as well. He was also very lovely. Weirdly, knew me, which I was like, that was one. He's one of the, like the few celebrity people. Who, I was like, hey man, loved the show today, and he was like. John Hastings, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah how the fuck do you Oh, that? it's He's nice like, when that happens. That nice? Oh, it's really good. I have not had that happen very often. I'm trying to think when has it. This is exactly true. He just wants to play darts. And unless you're going out to be like, let's play darts, <laughs> do not interact with him. He's having a quiet beer. Also, <laughs> let me tell you uh, another Tim Vine quick story. I went to a karaoke bar with a bunch of comedians. Tim Vine was one of them. Tim Vine takes karaoke seriously, and I don't really care about karaoke, so I didn't sing it at the end of it. He was like, that was really fun. And he was like, John, 
I don't remember, but next time you come, you do have to sing just because everyone sang and it's just their thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point, Tim. <laughs> Yeah. And then I didn't go the next time, and he and he like he saw I saw him at like set list, and he was like, "Did you not come because you didn't want to sing?" And I was like, "That's right." And he looked at me like, "Good, that's fair enough." And I was, yeah, and I was well like, yeah. "I respect. I I love as long as I know where I stand, I'm fine. Mm. I like I don't have to agree that's with it. the rule, but I'm like, you care. I don't care about karaoke. You care about karaoke. I'm gonna give this to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? This isn't my yeah. world. This is your world. And should yeah. I enter it? That I don't play by my rules. That's a dick move. Yeah, I oh, had I. I had that recognition thing, but in the reverse, where um, someone was trying to big dick me uh, by, oh, Tumblewabo, thank you so much for following. Welcome to the Traggies. Welcome to the Traggies. Um, and um, so it was like, it was at uh, McCundliff, uh Festival, and I'm sitting there and I'm having a drink with, uh, I think it was Ian Sterling, Nish Kumar, and James A. Caster. <laughs> and someone sat down who's like industry, she's not a comic, and she's always been kind of a dick to me. And um, and she said, "Put the like, name, in, name the in the chat. In the chat. <laughs> I bet you I know who it is." Though. <laughs> um, I can't remember her name, but I'll I'll, I'll put in the e the easiest shorthand, and you'll know. Oh God, God! I think it's it's literally. <laughs> <laughs> can you put her name in the in the check? I can, I can and that. also, you. this is the best part. <laughs> You <laughs> now, now, but wasn't at the time. Wasn't at the time. Thank you. Yes. Um, and so, uh, um, so she sits down. She's like, "Oh, Chris, hi. This is Nish, and this is James, and this is Ian." And they're all like, "Yeah, we know Chris." And she was like, <laughs> "So funny." Oh, <laughs> so that's great. I'm like, yeah, asshole. You know what's funny is that person was horrified because of the overstep they made. Like I know them mm -hmm. relatively well. That what they they were, if anything, were doing a real Canadian move of I better make sure Chris is comfortable by doing this. And then that, realized, that wasn't the tone. That wasn't. Oh, that the wasn't tone. the tone. No oh, shit. No, that wasn't the tone. It was very much she was she was being so magnanimous. Mm. <laughs> I was like, Fuck you. It's funny, at McCuntleth uh, Festival uh, is w the closest I've ever come to staring a British comedian in the face and saying, if you say one more word in that tone, we're going to walk <laughs> outside and I'm going to beat the fuck out of you in front Ooh. of all of your friends. Yeah, private uh, chat. Oh, private chat that we're getting we're getting got, so much I'm, use out of the private chat I've before couple, next week oh okay that's surprising uh, because, uh, he had to be he had exclamation to be, point nice always been nice to me oh he there was something up with him i represented something to that person that day that was not me and then um we can't use the private chat next week we have yeah, a private chat week, ban next private week. chat bang next week which is why I'm going to get in. And I will say this is Ed Gamble uh, immediately took that person away from me because he <laughs> could read the situation very quickly because I oh, said, man. what did you say? Like yeah. that. And then Ed went, oh, we have to get to a show. Let's get to a show. And he said that looking at me to the other person, the other person very much was about to say something else that would have resulted in me kicking their fucking teeth in. I really want to know more of that story. <laughs> and we've been fine ever since. I've never brought it up with the individual. I think the individual was going. I've since learned was going through a bunch of stuff, and mm -hmm. I was a, I was an avatar for other people in the world. 
that mm-hmm. I think he had or she had problems with. And I think you've already established I, it was a he, so don't worry about that. Or was it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Try and narrow it down. It was a male comedian. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. And they were probably um, middle class, judging by the way they used that tone. That ought to uh, narrow it down. I'll give it. I mean, this is, I remember that band won't last one stream. We're going the whole week. I think we can do it no problem. Um, I'll give it 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> We're just going to have to come up with things to talk about that don't come back to comedy. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of, well, I was about to tell that story, but it's for next week, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, spend, spend this week creating secret singles so you guys can say things to each other uh, next week without us knowing. Very good. Uh, yes, read most. It read something that night uh, that was not me. Sounds like Twitter's tw- uh, Twitter leftists no apology for me too activity. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, That's good. Um, uh, that name didn't surprise me. I've heard similar accounts. You know, what's interesting is people like you actually have heard similar accounts of that individual. And that I, of course, I mean, Chris, just say there's something about <laughs> the fact that you're like, it's sandwich time, but you have to lean forward. And it was so much of the sandwich is just very fun. I'll tell That's you what great. the private chat is being replaced with is that we'll just choose different sandwiches to represent the industry luminaries that we're discussing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff Leach will be represented by the most deliciously disgusting sandwich of all, tongue. Uh, yeah exactly <laughs> too accurate too accurate exactly exactly it was really good right yeah also by the way no one sounds like a really mean thing about someone this fucking tongue sandwich over there what the fuck did you say <laughs> like imagine you're walking down the street and someone yells you're a tongue sandwich at you out of the car out of a car you're thinking about that all day. What do they know that made them think that about me? Oh, I like that. <laughs> very cruel and not lascivious in any way. Yeah, it's very it's cruel and there's cruel. no proof of cruelness in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so many comedy bookers are pieces of shit anyway. Um, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like uh, a caster would be a cheese and crisps sandwich based on nothing. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Let me go through that group that you were sat with. It was Ian Sterling. Mm-hmm. James Acaster. I'm going to make the, all the sandwiches they represent. Nish Kumar is an egg and watercress sandwich, which is, and here's why. I can fucking nail this too. Did you know how good this metaphor is? They're coming to arrest me. That's how fucking good this <laughs> metaphor is. Um, all right. So, egg watercress sandwich because Nish Kumar is a uh, is a uh, is the poshest version and like the highest, nicest class. He's a political comedian, but he's doing it in like a uh, Britishy, classy way, which is mm-hmm. uh, an egg and watercress sandwich, which is just an egg salad sandwich that the English people are like, we put some watercress in it. Now it's fancy. That's <laughs> like Nish's, you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's political comedy, but it's done by an exasperated, um, uh, like, Poshy accented grammar school uh, chap. Fuck yeah, that's him. Ian Sterling is plowman sandwich, but on a focaccia bread. Okay. And very simple plowman, ingredient. Plowman very simple, feels um. Very simple ingredients, mm-hmm. uh, but on a very pleasing, convenient 
conveyance because mm -hmm. Ian Sterling is easy on the eyes. And I'm going to have mm -hmm. to agree, James Baycaster, cheese and crisp sandwich. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, yes, that is also true. Is egg and watercress sandwiches aren't welcome on the BBC, and also mm -hmm. uh, eventually leave Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, I got the reason why uh, Nish Kumar left uh, late night mash. Yeah, yeah. Oh, beardy noise. W we all would, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. And also, not. He is way nicer than a man that handsome needs to be. Like you just, you know, yeah. and also yeah. a bit dumb where you just go, but also not as dumb as someone that handsome could be. Like he's just mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah, like it's more just sort of like, oh, you're just a bit of an airhead. Like you could be weaponized gray, <laughs> dumb, and you're just a bit of a like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> oh, I fucking love Ian Sterling. Oh, I would mm -hmm. be here right now. Oh, my God. First time I, best we should bring him on. <laughs> I mean, he does of all he yeah, almost perfect, but he's a Liverpool supporter. Hey, what are you gonna do? Uh ditzy but endearing, yeah. Ditzy. Yeah, <laughs> Steven CGR. I really like this. Yeah, he's allowed to be that funny. He's not allowed to be that funny and that hot. Pick one. I agree. I completely agree. It is rude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's people have said. I remember, but he's also so nice that you're like, yeah. you know what? Fine, fine. That's yeah. Fine. About that is, listen, I'm I'm not the handsomest. I'm also not the ugliest. But there are certain people that think I'm very handsome, and the best example of that is a few of them got very angry. I was a comedian, but it's not true of everything. So it was, for example, Brendan, Adam Bloom, and one other guy. One of like that that crew of British comedians all were like, "What happened to you and your youth that you do stand up comedy?" And I was like, "What?" And like they were all like, "You're so handsome." And I was like, "I don't think I'm handsome enough not to have done stand up comedy. I think you guys are just into me. I don't know. It was a very weird conversation that I ended up having with both of them and one other person. It was so weird where I was like, "I think you guys don't know what handsome is." Do you know? What the, you, am I sounding crazy? Did you show them that picture of you passed out at a party? <laughs> Like, this, this is what happened. I mean, I showed them that. I showed them a couple of cockpicks, and they were like, "Whoa, how are you, funny?" And I was like, "Because of all the scars." Um, and I was the joke there is that I had a bunch of scars on my penis from hard masturbating, from hard, vigorous masturbating. Um, but yeah, one of the weirder conversations in my life, justifying. I also have never understood that, which is like, a very people can be very ugly as kids and become super fucking. Uh, a botched circumcision beardy noise. I've had many botched circumcisions. Supposedly, you're not supposed to be able to do it yourself. And I say, wrong again, Jews. I'm so <laughs> That's just big moil. That's yeah, big exactly. Moil Once propaganda. Again, big moil coming after my good time. If someone could clip once again... <laughs> or what, what was it you said? Wrong again, Jews. That would be... Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. that clipped right now. Also, please clip Ashley clarifying later. Uh, wrong again, Jews. Coming in from Beardy Noise. I feel like Beardy Noise is truly an authority on the attractive. I think yeah. it's just 
because mm-hmm. we've learned about um, their background in various forms of sex toy reviewing and journalism. Uh, but yeah, yeah, my mate Alex was an, a fucking ugly child, <laughs> but he's a goddamn smoke show now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love bro. The, I love the term smoke show. Mm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's great. Gender neutral. Um, yeah, it's fucking it just, great. It's a good word. But I feel I mean, like it's one of the it's one of the few that has to be um uh, uh like if you're talking, I mean oh wait, he's a goddamn you have to swear before it. Yeah. yeah. There's gotta be you can't just be smoke show. It's like that. Oh, yeah. oh you're a fucking smoke show. You're goddamn. Oh, and you, smoke you also show. have to fucking earn it. Right here. Beard mm. noise. I would literally was about to I love ride. Oh just, yeah. I use the word ride in my rape fantasy joke that I forgot to tell at your show. Mm. And I really feel like it hits quite well <laughs> because of that word. <laughs> I don't um, use it quite. I don't. I don't say like he's a ride, but I do use the word ride in the joke. Steve no Moody con- coming in with an absolute no fact. context. No, no UTS context. UTS clips. is a TikTok account. Oh. For the record, that is also a basis off the Wrestler Review has a Twitter account called the No Context uh, Wrestler Review, which will end my career one day. Like the things <laughs> that uh, that they have me like, and there are things in some of those early episodes I really regret. There's one on a Brendan Burns, John Hastings alternative wrestling commentary where I make possibly the meanest joke about a man's recently dead wife. I will make it again. Uh, Jim Ross, who was a beloved wrestling commentator's wife, had died two days before. She died Mm -hmm. in a, um, oh, what are those Italian scooters? The name I just forgot. Vespa. uh, Vespa. She died in a Vespa accident. And I, well, the joke writes itself from there. I basically combined the noises of a Vespa accident and his various catchphrases to what truly can be called an indefensible two minutes of my life. Uh, oh, very right to do so. Very right. Um, <laughs> 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 Falling for the exact same clip. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Oh, very good. Very good stuff. Um, so the Irish lottery. Remember when we started talking about that 31 <laughs> minutes ago? Oh, so I I found, um, I couldn't find who plays it the most, but I found who wins it the most. The lottery by country. No. Number one, you'll never guess, fucking Slovenia. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Slovenia, born winners. I they were a poverty-stricken country. <laughs> well, one at a time, they're trying Welcome to Welcome to Slovenian lottery. <laughs> you win two potatoes that are broken. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on Slovenian accent, by the way. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> Just proving that you think... All Eastern European countries just sound Russian <laughs> or uh, Romanian. Or that uh, could have been or, Transylvania. That uh, was actually, a, that was a dead-on vampire. Actually, actually, I think all uh, Eastern European nations are Slovenian, and that is the, my Slovenian accent that I use for all of them. Hello, mm-hmm. yeah, twisted, wrong again, Jews. Well, John, begging to get canceled tonight. That's right, <laughs> going after <laughs> going after that Slovenian area. Ooh, they, they yeah, they unite quickly. Those stereotypically um, lucky Slovenians. <laughs> yeah, lucky That's Slovenian. Have you ever known anybody to win the lottery? Yeah. What did yeah, they one, do? One of my one of my friends won it, and um, I've never been so happy for someone to win something that makes no sense at all, because he's the best. We were all just like the lottery works. They pick the right guy. 
I can't think of three better people that I know. And what he did is um, he turned it into a, a tour company for gay people. So he finds all the gay friendly spots all over the world and he takes them there. And it's the it's so great. He's obviously had a rough couple of years. That's amazing. But it was such a good God, I really good like that idea. It's a really great. I'll try to find the name of his um, company. Um, yeah. I should know it. Yeah, that deserves a shout out. Fucking 15 yeah, years. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like a great touring company, but I really hope he didn't do what they did with any sort of those those sort of companies in the 2000s where the name was so on the nose for the service they provide. Like, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's called butt fuckers traveling. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's called it. three dollar bill <laughs> travel agency. Yeah. Liberace's <laughs> tours. Um uh, I'd be like, uh, what up? Chris sent me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's the fucking greatest. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out what it's called because I can't I can't find it right now. But um uh yeah, he won it and we were delighted. I also have one friend who's won the 50-50 three times at like an NHL hockey game, which is like winning the lottery. Wow. It's so much money. They and won again, three times. Absolute sweetheart. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Oh, That's so cool. Here's something about me. I am the least lucky person when it comes to anything gambling lottery wise, but very lucky in life. For example, I've been in two bike accidents, was not wearing a helmet, had no hand injury uh, either time. That is, well, that is, that is just pure dumb luck at that point. <laughs> um, oh, I found it. I found it. I'm going to put it in the thing. Oh, God. I'm really nervous. Is it an inappropriate title? Oh, it's just detours. Detours travel. Oh, that's oh, so cool. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Check it out. It's my buddy Miles. He runs it. Miles is the best. Really nice. Also, by the way, is I want to go on those tours because I will tell you, no, this was like no, no group finds where you actually want to go on vacation in the same way that the gay community also finds exactly what part of the city you definitely want to live in and improves it, improves it straight yeah. away mm. yeah like they it's one like how do you know what neighborhood is where you should buy a house are there a bunch of jews and gay people living there yes yeah everything you can buy everything yeah. go quickly well yeah. well why because they are two groups of people that take pride in where they're living and mm -hmm. make sure that it improves yeah and get in before the artists Get it. Yeah. Before the yeah. creative show. And up. they also exactly. don't judge people on their class or sexual orientation or religion or like. Yeah. Well, Hasids. Yeah, Hasids. But the gay yeah, people yeah. don't. So it's a it's a divided community. I, mean, I lived uh, I lived in the one I lived in the one in uh, in Montreal, uh, and it was uh, it was a wild contrast of like the oh. coolest, most open people I've ever met, and then Hasids who never made eye contact with me once for the two and a half years that I lived there. I lived in, well, the neighborhood Chris and I lived in in the UK, in London, was a, basically across the street from an extremely Hasidic neighborhood. For example, when I got mm. into my car accident there, two Hasids gave me the greatest hack for dealing with an ambulance ever, which is when you call, and this is true everywhere, and everyone used this. If you need an ambulance, also request the police, because there's more police out patrolling than there are ambulances. Mm -hmm. And a police officer can get to you and override the dispatch and just make an ambulance come to them. Nice. So, and that, and, which is a great hack. Uh, they like that was, and that was the best thing is they literally, I like, I'm cradling my fucked up elbow 
trying to get Phil Ellis to just Phil Ellis very helpful, but Phil Ellis not really good with context. When I say I've just broken my elbow in a car accident, he's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I'm disoriented." And then I gave him, I'm like, "Aroma Coffee, look that up." And then he spent. I'll never forget this. He was like. Aroma Coffee? Why'd you keep saying Aroma Coffee? Like, I know where Aroma Coffee yeah. was. I had to Google it. And I was like, yeah, that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, I remember they ran over and they're like, do you have a phone on you? And I was like, and they're like, hey, 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 do you have a phone? Are you going to die? And they're like, it's the Sabbath. We need to know because mm. we can't help you unless you're, if you're going to die, we can help you. If not, we can't help you. And I was like, I think I'm okay. And then they're like, dial 999, ask for an ambulance, request the police, keep requesting the police. The police will be here in four minutes. Best hack ever. Best so, hack. That's awesome. Oh, here's a here's a quick uh, inside scoop from Stephen. Apparently, south side of Glasgow. That's that right now. Yeah. If anyone's got uh, property money, get it in. It's so true. People do love asking you dumbass questions. As someone who has had mm. a variety of concussions, the big one that they always do in concussions is up there with bed bugs, divorce, a variety of things I've experienced where people just think they know it from TV. Like they'll say, like you. Well, I remember I had a concussion, and someone said, "You can't lie down." And it was like, "No, you can't." <laughs> certain concussions, you can't fall asleep. You psycho. Yeah. yeah. Um, best advice I've gotten about getting divorced, by the way, which is, and I'll never forget this. What you want to do is make sure you're the first one to get angry. Hmm. And I was like, "Is that how that works?" Odd. Uh, uh, I love this from Mr. C. Mooney. I was uh, in work when a colleague reading the paper stopped and yelled, that's my cousin, pointed <laughs> to his cousin holding a check for about six million pounds, got straight on the phone to him and yelled, have you won the fucking lottery? Okay. So let's go around the circle. Don't say the name, but who, how, how quickly went from when you win the lottery? Mm to when the first person calls you that you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want this person to know. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd be one of those people like, no, you can't use my name or picture. I, and I, I, would, I, I would find the people that I love and I'd be like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Don't tell a fucking soul. And then yeah. I would do that because I don't, See, need, I don't speaking, need any of that shit. Speaking of NDAs, <laughs> everyone who's getting a little taste is signing a ironclad NDA. Yeah. Also, some of my enemies are going to know that I've won the lottery because their lives are going to <laughs> greatly unimprove. <laughs> like, just, yeah, unimprove like, is speak. Watch the fuck out a bunch of British comedy promoters because some of you are about <laughs> to really be in trouble. Like, uh, some of you are about to re like. This is very irritating mentions. Like, just very, like, mm. Noel Faulkner will be so oh, happy the comedy club. Every closed. comedian has a revenge <laughs> list. I mean, Boomstickery, I don't want to be rude, but doesn't everyone have? Um, yeah, surely every person list? has yeah. a revenge list. Why wouldn't you have a revenge list? I would buy a couple of the, like, one night ripoff artist bookers brands and then uh give them to the thing that they hate most i would take that brand and i would put it on like a uh uh just an abattoir or like a fucking <laughs> like fight club oh the fight club named i'll put it in here A, a news report that's oh, a fight yeah, club yeah, yeah, named yeah, 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 X has yeah, yeah, been yeah, shut yeah, down yeah, by yeah, the yeah. police for involving dogs. <laughs> uh, 
Whoa. Oh my God. I just Googled that lottery winner. Uh, first headline is lottery winner, Ryan, <laughs> who squandered 6.4 million fortune banned from driving. Yes! <laughs> Lost all the money and the ability to drive. Oh, that's very <laughs> Net good. loss. Net loss on the lottery. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that I have a revenge list I would act on. King G-O-W-T-F, I've known you for a long time. You, a hundred percent of a revenge list you would have. Like this is like, I understand that you want to believe that about yourself and that's totally fine. Just know, I know that's bullshit. And you have a revenge list at, yeah, everyone has a revenge list. I don't believe anyone who says they don't. Here's something that I love about John is that John not only has his revenge list, but he has his friends revenge lists just in case time has healed the wound. I mean, there's, like, no. there's yeah, fuck this it. There, by the way, there is, it's, it's also what the, my revenge is so like the, what I'm going to do. Some of these people, it's so fucking unnecessarily funny too. Like, just like weird, like, why are you doing this? And it's being like, I'm teaching you a lesson, Well, I don't need to know, learn this lesson. I'm like, well, someone shouldn't have given me $80 million. So <laughs> now you're just going to have a full marching band that just plays on your street. So here's, here's something that I wonder about. Cause I, so it says lottery winners normally have a bad time of it. Uh, it's coming in from Boom Stickery, and do they I'm or those the ones bad, that, or, or those the ones that we hear about? Okay, I just Googled because I'd love to know winner stories. Oh, that the British the Chav guy who won it twenty years ago was what the whole country was mad at this dude. Go ahead, I don't even remember what this is. He won, I will like, say the I, biggest I kind of agree years. with King Geo. I have a revenge list. I don't know if I'd spend my lottery winnings on it. Hmm. Uh, guys, um, yeah. Sp uh, by the way, spite is still revenge. What the fuck? <laughs> um, like, do I have to? Ooh, Thanks, yes, people. Balls. Thank you so much for subscribing. We love you. You're the best. Um, Michael Carroll. Thank you very much, Steve. This dude lives in British people's memories. What did he do? I don't remember this oh, guy at all. Sorry, I I'm going to find story. a picture. I'm going to find a picture. Because right okay, now. I'm. I'm currently on the UST, USA Today article that is the 10 worst lottery stories. Um, uh, William Budd Post uh, won $16.2 million in 1988. Uh, he was sued by his ex-girlfriend for a share of the winnings. His brother hired a hitman in an effort to inherit part of the cash. Other relatives spent months demanding money within a month of winning Post had. Filed for bankruptcy and was in a million dollars in debt. Um, Janai, Janet Lee, um, an immigrant from South Korea, worked in a wig shop. She won $18 million in the Illinois lottery in 93. She was set to receive an annual payout of $620,000 and took the opportunity to buy a million dollar home for her family. But she later sold her rights to her annual check for a lump sum. Ten years later at 60, she filed for bankruptcy. Oh, Oh, this Jesus. one's wild. Abraham Shakespeare in 2006 won $30 million in the Florida lottery and was murdered three years later. The 47-year-old was shot twice in the chest by Dee Dee Moore, who befriended Shakespeare after his lottery win. Moore was found guilty of first-degree murder in 2012. Jesus. Yeah. Well, here he is. This dude oh, won... Yeah. How much did he win? God... Uh, he was. I remember when this happened. He won ten million pounds, and the whole country was mad. Every, top to bottom, people were furious with this guy. Lost it all. Horrific, 
use of everything, obviously. Spend most of it on cocaine. Um, yes. Just, uh, well, let's see. I've got, there's a Wikipedia page about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm just like buying nice places to live. That's, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would buy, I would buy a place in Montreal and maybe a place in probably a place in France. I pull like a Paul Myrog, not live in the UK, but like near the UK so that I could do all the shows and stuff, but I'd still be like in Europe. Um, so, plus I prefer France. France is dope. I like France a lot. Um, I would go, I even have this in my list, which is I buy loft in downtown LA um mm-hmm. or flat, buy a place in new york flat in glasgow and i buy in glasgow 100 because i'm on not the south buying... side because that's where he's gonna flip it that's what uh, that goddamn right is. yeah do you think i'm on looking at steven cgr and beardy noise gentlemen you will be able to receive you will receive a cut of the profits if you wink <laughs> wink nudge nudge get the committee to approve the loan i don't know what code <laughs> i'm speaking of but that was a code Figure out what it means, gentlemen. Um, I uh, no, I would go L.A., Glasgow, and I would buy uh, a crazy compound somewhere. Is the main thing. The main residence would be some sort of desert compound is being built somewhere. Probably Palmdale, Joshua Tree. It's getting nuts. Thank you. Discuss it at the next meeting. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, first thing I do: private chat. I'd make it rain on that. I got to tell you, if anyone in this chat wins the lottery, we benefit greatly. Those are my Ashley, where are you purchasing? I assume Prague, and it's just an apartment filled with toilets. Um, (laughs) I buy an Ikea, make it all bathroom. (laughs) I would buy, well, I would buy my parents something anywhere they wanted it to be. I would buy, I think I would buy a venue. I think I would set up a venue. Interesting. Oh, I got, if I, like, uh, we're talking, because I have a... That's a a real quick way to use all your lottery winnings. Yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know if you own the building. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, you definitely. I know so many people, yeah. I'd buy, like, yeah. I mean, I'd get advice. I don't, I'm not in a position to know about how this would work but i don't know immediate just the worst investment i'm gonna buy a thing and it's known for failing i don't know much about it admittedly yeah no (laughs) whatever you do please can i ask you this can you please not buy a venue okay like don't do it (laughs) just um but yeah i would probably buy i'd probably buy somewhere in Flowing mullet, he's gonna buy buy loads of uh, NFTs. That's a smart. I don't know if I will buy, but in Glasgow or Edinburgh, I actually don't know. A part of me feels like I would buy something in Dublin, even though I haven't lived in Dublin since I was six years old. But mm-hmm. it's just so expensive to buy property there. Mm. Yeah, why would you? No, don't do that. And then you have to run a Dublin comedy venue. Do you understand how many definite fucking creeps would hang out near you? So many wet. Bad haircutted men. Why do they all look wet? Yeah, but I don't know. But you're picturing the same. You're picturing the same people as me, and they all in your memory are wet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
It's not clean wet either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a you yell Kevin it's Murphy. It's like slimy. Yeah, it's not mm. water wet. It's memory wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, slick like a bunch of dolphins. They'd be like boogers covered in cum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. The Irish Damn. comedy scene. <laughs> That's the best way to describe them. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck me. So a bunch of boogers covered in cum. In cum. You bunch of boogers covered in cum. Yeah. No, that was what I would do. So actually, bunch of tongue sandwiches. So you're not even going to. You're not going to even buy like a, I see. I picture you Irish countryside, just a house, a bunch of dogs. Leave me the fuck alone. That's what I'm picturing. Like I'm picturing a, like. Like, you're, you're, where's Ashley's house? I don't know. Probably a couple of miles down that road that at the top of it just says, not welcome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Except that I've grown up in that my whole life. So I no, I wouldn't do out in the very countryside again. It's such hard living. I mean, yeah, but it's not that hard living if you've got a fuckload of cash. Like, Rural living is very tough if you're like, I got to make it a, a scrape. If you got a couple mil and you could be like, oh, someone's got to dig a new well. And it's like, huh, interesting. Yeah. You know how much money I have? I have enough money that says, that's you. Again, there's no real... takeaways for the there's Hoya no takeaways. There's no taxi companies. And there's it'll be no... too expensive. And it'll be weird by the time it gets to your house. Yeah, you know, that's the problem with the take is like, yeah, you could you could private jet it in if you want, but mm -hmm. those fries are gonna be gross. Thank you, Boomstickery. I was about to bring up, but you have you have a chef and driver. I uh, by the way, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but here's my question. Do you go chef? Do you go driver? I go driver all the way. I would go driver. I really well, like to cook. So chef. Yeah, see, I hate driving. Yeah. I one of the many things I love about LA is a, I just love living in LA for no other reason. I don't drive in the city. And I don't, people... I don't, I like to cook in my house. Yeah. I don't, I don't need somebody to cook for me. If I don't want to cook, I, and I have money, I'm going to get takeaway or I'm going to go out to restaurants because I fucking love going out for food. Yeah. But like, exactly. I like, I like cooking. I'm not great. I'm not very good at it. I'm sure I could be better. I'm excellent. I can follow, I can follow a recipe. But like, <laughs> I love the idea of, you just show up. Here's a delicious thing that I never could have made. But also, if I feel like making one of the things that I make, I can just be like, don't worry about today. Go take a day off. That's fine. You can always tell them to take the day off if you want to cook. Yeah, you can be a nice employer. Yeah. But like also, <laughs> how often great. How often do you cook like real meals for yourself? It, I, it's never just for myself. I, there's yeah. someone Every day. I, yeah. Like a real meal? Like a full a real meal? Yeah. Top Get to bottom? Out. All right, well, good for you. That's your, you are Not, in the minority. You're looking you are looking at I uh, if if uh, I am left to my own devices. What do other people eat every day? Sorry. <laughs> Whatever oh you God. can just things throw, that they've warmed up. Take it. I'm a big smoothie guy because it's just I'm just trying to undo the damage of what I'm eating on a on the road. Because on the road, at a certain point, you can be the healthiest you want on the road. Talk to me day four. You will be hmm. eating the face of a deep fried man's ass. Like you're just. <laughs> You're fucking yeah, dips. I oh, dips. I eat. I think I eat abnormally well. That's it. Sounds like you do. If you're cooking every day, then yeah, I cook every day. Well. Okay, but define cook. I'm cooking every day, but the that's a that's just because that's a synonym or a homonym. Well, when Maybe I an okay. algorithm for when I say I cook up. every day, I eat something 
like sometimes I'll make a meal and it will be okay. reheated a couple of days. Like no, but for that initial, that's okay though. Those are leftovers. For the initial, so. yeah. yeah, you're allowed to make you're allowed to make your leftovers warm. Okay. That initial meal. <laughs> that initial meal. How many elements are you making from scratch? Every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, that, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you're in the minority. No one's. That's wild. That. <laughs> you're like a. You're like a housewife in the fifties. That's wild. No yeah, that's that. insane. I I don't eat processed food, at all. Yeah. That's very weird. well. Very rarely. Actually, you're in Scotland. No offense intended to my Scottish brothers and sisters in the chat. <laughs> you are in the extreme minority in that nation. There's no processed food. I don't use even... jarred sauces or anything. I make sauces. Absolutely, abs <laughs> go, go over there. This is yeah. You're making us look bad. So yeah. I'm very impressed. I'm jealous of that. I would love to. As yeah, we're all jealous. Yeah, I like. I'm like yeah. yeah. You're making. Yeah, wait. Do you make the pasta from scratch? Like you literally. I don't make pasta from egg, scratch, but I buy nice pasta. There is a big difference between yeah. cheap pasta and good pasta. Yeah, I was yeah. really upset when I found that out. Yeah, because I was it's so happy with my 99p for like no. two years worth of spaghetti, and uh, it takes so and long like, to cook, and, and it's not good. good. All pasta oh, is not the same. Yeah. Flowing mullet, no. No good pasta. It's yeah. so different. So frustrating. Thing is this, it doesn't so have to be the fresh one in the fridge, but you can get better dried pastas. Anything uh, that says bronze dye on it is usually pretty good. Yes, meatballs. Uh, so there's Bronze two of us uh, of the five million in Scotland that cook every day. Well, that's actually good to say. I agree. <laughs> I won't make the sauce. I, I, but for when it comes to pat, pat, especially like a nice bolognese, that's so it's that is one of the most. You have a Sunday and you just want to kind of like rest your mind, making a really nice spaghetti bolognese. It's so fucking calming because mostly yeah stood by a pot doing this but would you not yeah. do it other times <laughs> absolutely not like chris has lived with me there were years of my life if they could have just iv dripped me for nutrients i would have been like great more smoking let's go like <laughs> no. like at the moment i'm keeping it as kind of minimal as possible because i'm very broke like i am mm trying to spend about 40 pounds a week Time maximum start smoking you can cut that right down <laughs> i remember having to choose between food and cigarettes and i'm like there's no choice you choose cigarettes because that suppresses your appetite i take painkillers <laughs> um that's not something i should admit <laughs> Wait, are the painkillers prescribed or is that a financial decision where you're like well i can't afford food but i do have this half of an oxycontin no, no, it's it's like over the counter painkillers, but oh, you know, awesome. uh, mine was uh, a lot of Tabasco and a glass of water. Yeah, tons of Tabasco in water. Drink a pint of that. You're not hungry anymore. I'm drinking a lot of sparkling well. water. You're not a well. lot of sparkling water. Oh yeah, the sparkling water is a good trick. Let's go back to the yeah. Tabasco and water. What are no. you talking about, Chris? That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I, 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 I kind of decided to ignore it. <laughs> I, I learned it when I was I was bartending in um, the Fiddler's Elbow in Brighton, and it fucking works. I was like, I was 19. I had no goddamn money. And one of the regulars, who was this old Scouse guy, was like, I've been broke a lot. No joke. A bunch of Tabasco and a glass of water, and your stomach just goes, okay, fine. I didn't realize that we were doing that. Just don't put anything in me. Yeah. And uh, and it worked. 
got me through uh, a few more than more than a few broke days. Wow. Uh, coming in from Steve Mooney, 100% agree with Steve Mooney right here. I love making a risotto, stirring a, a pan, adding stock every few minutes while drinking wine. Love it. Absolutely correct. Chris is trying to give us all diarrhea right now, coming in from the old race. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, I remember in uni spending 18 pounds for eight days worth of food, counted it to the penny. Fuck yeah, Steven CGR. I mean, I love that I have been poor for more of my life than not poor because... My ability, like the the ceiling at which I can live, like when COVID hit, it was very, did anyone else have like deep, intense financial discussions with friends? And A, were like, oh my God, some of you are in trouble. Like the amount of my friends where I was like, you spend your money, you have no savings? And like, I was like, oh no. And like, these are people that you're like, you should have savings. Yeah. people i know that were given dvd deals worth 90 grand and that's just gone and you're like good wow god yeah that's yeah. nuts to me i mean i've spent huge portions of my life with absolutely zero savings but mm-hmm. it was because i had nothing to save yeah it yeah was, i was I've just fighting everything off, to save. Just constantly <laughs> like there were there were long periods of time where everything i spent came out of my change jar so like i've got this thing where whenever i'm whenever i'm doing okay any change that I come home with, regardless of how much it is, immediately goes into a jar. As soon as I walk in, jar, jar, mm-hmm. jar. So there's tons of like one, two dollar coins, pound, two pound coins in there. And there ends up being like hundreds of pounds in there. But then yeah. that ends up sort of being my savings at the end where yeah. I go because I've eaten through everything else. And then I'm like, all right, I can just I can take a bus fare or something from this. And here's enough to buy. I used to live off um, at Tesco. You can get really cheap uh, falafel, pitas and hummus. Mm-hmm. And I would just eat that. It would cost me like two pound thirty or something, and I would just eat that for days. And it would just whatever I could take out of the jar until I got enough money to live off something else. Like, oh yeah. No, uh, the... But if, if you got a ninety grand deal, you put. I mean, oh you're God, paying all, like... you know a fair amount of it in tax, but then you know you get someone to work out those percentages. You put in like twenty the... percent at least. Like, uh, I got to tell uh, ha, you said Tabasco and Ben immediately went to put some on his dinner. You are influencers. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I mean, my, the, the Tesco's, my move was always a te- I would go to the Tesco's Sainsbury's whatever grocery stores were around mm. on like my way home from a gig in London. And I would just stock up. I would just grab whatever the discounted sandwich was for that day. Put yeah. that in the fridge um coffee for breakfast with water so coffee and water keep that stomach eat that around noon and then like go to the gym burn that off and then i would have like a pro- protein something and then something like meaty sometimes just meat mostly just meat for dinner and then that was my move boom how do you like that mm. yeah and you get extra nutrients because you're eating so much meat you can't shit so your body's wicking off the nutrients from your hard shits isn't the whole point of uh, shits that all the nutrients have been taken out? Maybe in your shits, but my shits are nutrient rich. Oh wow! So like you'd oh, be I the think... best person to be at the front of a human centipede. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, I have such a taste for other people's shit. I, I demand to be at the back. That's why they oh. call me the selfish centipede. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> I want to enjoy your ice cream. Yeah, uh, King Geo makes a point. If you could afford the gym, you weren't poor. Uh, 
So I, I, I prioritized it because I... <laughs> How is that not the name of the movie? Scattered Pillar. That's excellent. That should be that should be a a spoof version of it. How do you how do you spoof the human centipede? How do you make it more ridiculous? You call it Scatterpillar. It's the it's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was made by I love Sadaf hates the human centipede. Like the right amount for mm-hmm. for a human being, but also uh, she extra hates it because it was made by a Dutch director, and she has nothing but disdain for Dutch people top to bottom. Of course, and, uh, mm-hmm. she grew up there, and uh, and she's she's just like, of course, a fucking Dutch person made that. They've got no creativity, and they're a bunch of sick fucks. I all have they, never all they understand is the disgusting. Of like, course, I the Dutch people. I filmed a comedy special in The Hague that no one will ever see because it was a horrific bomb and I knew it was going to be oh, wow. from beginning to end. Um, I'm going to need to see that. Which venue? I feel like that should be a tier of Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you'll never see it. Um, and the reason why is they, uh, it, it, it was a gorgeous venue overlooking the waterfront. It was run by the people that run shows in The Hague that are the wonder, most wonderful people in the entire world. They're yeah. the greatest people. I can never remember their names, but I love them. They run like the... the Wait, that couple that runs the Rotterdam... Rotterdam Comedy Festival. Oh, they're the best. I love those guys. They were so great, so supportive. They hooked me up. This production company was great. The money was huge and very helpful at that time. And then we filmed it, and they just brought in a random Dutch audience, to which I said, I was like, these people are a comedy audience, right? Like, they'll know what they're coming for, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And then they showed up, and more than one person, as they were walking in, just spoke Dutch. Oh, and I was just like, thanks, guys. Oh, no. Thanks so much. And so I just did it. But it's one of those things where I knew in my head, I was like, this is never seeing the light of day. No. And it's but- they, everyone in the production is going to remember it was on me. And yeah. I know. And then I remember seeing a cut. And they didn't, because no offense to the Dutch people that were editing it. But of course, you don't know how to edit a comedy properly. Didn't even raise the laughs. Like, yeah. Right. Like, and then I remember this. Then they sent me an email being like, um, this wasn't exactly what we were expecting. And it was like, um, oh, you weren't expecting me to bomb for an hour? hour? That's weird. I was expecting that too. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. There was another aspect of it that I'm not going to go into because that person definitely, it would definitely get back to that person. And I would just rather not have to have an email of like, yeah, you are difficult to deal with because you're, definitely a wild narcissist anyway raise the last special <laughs> that's very good Interesting. yeah i mean i'm currently having bagels and cheese for breakfast Ooh. and then just keeping dinner as cheap but nutritious as possible yeah that's what <laughs> that's i'd like to do all i'm having fucking fridge is broken that was my whole plan yeah yeah uh, flowing mullet, uh, only only in the sense that um, uh, to capture what it was like in the room normally, because like the yeah. recording automatically, because of the, the sense of it, it's not as loud as if you're actually there. Um, it yeah, captures the some of the laughter. Won't pick up yeah, yeah the it won't pick thing. up all of it. So to try to like adjust it so uh, for how it was in the room, sometimes you have to boost it. But it's not about like you suck. Let's pretend. Although some shows do do that. Um, there's I remember a few friends of mine being told by. Uh, one comedy show on TV, they're like, 
we don't care how you do. We're going to make you look like a fucking rock star. Yeah, there's a bunch of shows I know uh, that are like that. There's a yeah. comedy festival program TV thing that's out of Canada that I have done. And the person before me, like, violently bombed. Like, mm -hmm. a, it was the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Why do I give a fuck? The Winnipeg Comedy Festival has one of the best editors. I don't know who edits their clips. Mm. That seamless. You have, I wow. was in the room and watched someone like, People getting up, people complaining. One of the hardest bombs I've ever seen. On the clip, it looks like they just like hard destroying, made me question my memory. I had to ask the person, and they were like, Yeah, wild. Wow. A name, please. Private chat. I need to know who that was. That's that's this just person, yeah. This person is just for me. really lose their mind, by the way. So you may not know who they are. Oh, okay. To show you the clip, the clip is miraculous. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know them. Uh, like, unbelievable. That's so funny. Yeah, and just gaslighting audiences. Are you sure? Are you sure you did well? I did well. Don't worry about it. There's yeah, a new so Canadian yeah. comedy show coming out on Amazon Prime. I saw today called uh, I don't remember, but uh, Caroline Ray is in it. <laughs> oh, and Mae Martin. <laughs> What? Is it like a stand-up show or it's a stand-up show on Amazon Prime? It's coming out during February. It was just announced today. It looks cool. Oh, weird! Maybe I forget what it's called. Caroline Ray. Uh, well, like there's a whole crew. They were the two I recognized. Oh man, I wanted it just to be them doing stand-up because I got news for you. I would watch that shit. I would watch anything yeah, like no, a it's bumping like a... mics type thing. Oh my god, Caroline Ray, Carolyn Ray, and May Martin. Martin. Just trade stories. It's, um, oh, um, last one laughing Canada. Yeah, that's the one. Last one. Uh, ten competitors. Okay, so it's the. Um, uh, oh, it's. Like a, uh, oh, this was a. Uh, this was an Australian format that I for some reason watched a bunch of. Um, um, and is it, it is. Ten, it's. It's weird. It's okay. ten comedians in a. Um, in like a room. Mm -hmm. And they just have to basically try and not laugh at the weird shit the others do. Okay. Uh, okay, that oh, does sound weird. What's up, my gun is huge. My gun is huge. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, the lineup is pretty fucking wild. So you got Caroline Ray, you got Deborah Giovanni, who outside of Canada, I don't know how no she is, but she's pretty big in Canada. Uh, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall. Uh, John Lejoie of YouTube fame. And then he was in the league, he was the stoner brother. In the yeah. league, um, Tom Green, uh, then May Martin, Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, then Brandon Ash Muhammad from Tall Boys, but I don't know who that is, um, Andrew okay. Fung from Kim, Kim's Convenience, I also don't know who that is, but those two like popular shows, and then K. Trevor Wilson, who's uh, 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 a, a stalwart of the Canadian comedy scene and is now in the surprise and, mega hit Letter Kenny. Yeah, I love K. Trevor, I'm so happy for his success. I yeah. want to like Letter Kenny, but it's just like, it's one of those weird things where it's like, did you ever, like, you were doing something, like, you were watching a TV show and, like, an older person from another generation was like, oh, we already had that. It was called blank. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Letter Kenny is an incredibly well done show, but it's like the next generation's version of Trailer Park Boys. Like, it's like, I already, I've seen, the, like, my, I've already got my version of this. I don't need another one. It's not to say okay. it's. They haven't ripped it off. It's just like their version of. You know what I mean? It's like what the what the first season of Parks and Rec was to The Office. Exactly, sir. 
Exactly. Cool. Uh, Colin yeah. Mockery, by the way, is the best. Is the best. Colin Mockery, like, does not need to be as nice as he is. He's fucking great. Uh, oh, and yes, um, originally, oh, I thought it was based off an Australian show coming in from Yes Meath Balls. It was a Japanese show called Documental. Hmm. I saw I, I saw a clip from a show, a Japanese show, the other day where they had to do impressions of Americans, and so much of it the, was them just yelling, "What is your name?" Oh it my so god! Funny. It was so funny. That's great. <laughs> I um, uh, the only thing uh, yeah. the banter in Letter Kelly is a tier above. After fifteen years, all we remember is uh, Ricky and Leahy quotes. Yes, me, Paul. That is true. But you were like the shit rope. We got to climb the shitty rope. That's one of the funniest things that's any ever been written. Oh, yeah, buddy. When when um, Leahy's wife comes back from prison and she's like, "Prison's different. It's a lot more. It's basically just fingering and cigarettes." <laughs> oh my god, this like that show is amazing. When it, yeah, it's discovered that if uh, uh, if Julian drinks anything but rum and cokes, he gets super fucked up. Swish. Yeah. Oh my god, amazing <laughs> stuff. And also, Trailer Park Boys made donairs. Something known outside of Canada, which is oh, really? pretty huge. Okay. I think. I assume Donairs are probably also known in whatever country they were originally invented. There's no way the Donair is from Canada because it's kebab adjacent. Uh, apparently, the the format of it that we have was invented in I think Nova Scotia. No, yeah. Ashley, do you know what a Donair is? I feel like you're saying the word Donair wrong. <laughs> It's basically the same thing, but we spell it N A I R as opposed to N E R. Yeah, and okay. we have a special sauce. There's a Donair sauce yeah, that you guys don't have. It's very sweet. It's like a Donair kebab, then. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but okay. it's a Donair kebab, and it has this weird cake sauce on it that's fucking gross. Yeah, King Geo vouching for it, Halifax I'm style. Yeah, and sauce. I mean, yes, meatballs is really nailing it. The shit wins, basically. <laughs> the shit yeah, wins are blowing. <laughs> it is. It is so. It is all he quotes. But like, let's be honest. Do we need anything else? Yeah, shit wins are coming. Oh my god! Yeah, he's just yeah. yeah enough with the shit, Mister Leahy. Uh, actually, I assume you've never seen an episode of Trailer Park Boys, and I now need to go put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe if you're having a little less group sex and watching a little bit more television by yourself, sad and alone, you'd be able to contribute to these conversations instead of just engaging us with all your stories of fun yeah. romps. Stop yeah. stop living in a, a bacchanal utopia and yeah, come exactly. down to the gross shit wind world of, of John yeah. and Chris. <laughs> yeah, stop worshipping at the at the altar of Eros and come hang out with two dudes with baseball caps and black shirts with white writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had noticed that. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I was just waiting for an opportunity to mock ourselves. Um, oh, that's great. That's really great. Um, yeah, they, a lot of the characters are annoying. Trailer Park Boys, the first four seasons are quality and that kind of falls off. Like, you know. It's still so fun, though. It never gets bad. It never gets no, bad. Never gets I didn't bad. watch it for years because it was too true. Mm -hmm. I grew oh. up with guys like that. So did I. I grew up with guys with older brothers like that, and I fucking hated them. And oh, so yeah. I remember people being like, Trailer Park Boys is the best. And I watched one episode, and I was like, this is just everyone I wanted to fight in high school. 
I fucking hate this show. But I then I lived abroad for long enough that I could I could laugh. Time had healed okay. those wounds. They were no longer really, on my vengeance list. Yeah, Canada really produces really bad at crime criminals. Oh my god, and they're so confident. They're so fucking confident. I hate them so much. I remember having I remember watching a fight at a dance in elementary school which was over the fact that one guy's older brother had broken into one of my friends' house to try and steal the weed that guy's mom was growing in the attic <laughs> and how we that came up which was a homophobic slur was screamed at the other one followed by stop trying to steal my mom's weed i told you about that secret in confidence you homophobic slurs yelled at a dance in front of teachers at which they both then had a fight and the police were of course called to go to that person's house <laughs> luckily the weed had already been stolen, so there's no evidence. <laughs> Amazing. Canada is like, it's oh, not way, at all what people think it is. My friend was grounded for talking about family secrets outside of the house. And I, yeah. <laughs> it's a real Sonny Corleone move. You know, you never, you never speak against the family. You got to keep oh, yeah. those secrets in. You're going to get shot at a toll booth, bro. Sorry to break I'll it never, to you. I'll never forget. I, my, we, I had a, like, how do I say that? I have to say this very vaguely because it will reveal. I had a family friend who worked with the guy whose mom was growing weeds, dad. And I remember I pointed <laughs> that out to this family friend. Like I was like 16. I was like, oh, I'm very good friends with that person's son. And they went, that person has a family. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, whoa, what's that kid like? And I was like, he's pretty fun. He's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> well just i just um if you saw me looking at my phone i just got a message about the job that i've been waiting to hear about for a while oh, no. and it's it's very frustratingly worded uh where they said hey i just spoke to the head of uh uh hr and you may uh um uh hear from them by the end of this week and so i just sent them a message being like does that may mean i may have the job or i may hear from them next week like they might not just right. be able to get it in in the next few days. So I'm waiting to hear back, but that could be great. But it's also no help. It's no help. No, oh, yeah. no, no, no. no. <laughs> so, like the one thing you realize going from out of show, like out, like from being in show business to outside of show business <laughs> is that the, um, like the inefficiency of show business pales in comparison to the just unnecessarily inefficient business world where you're like but this is your whole job and you're like yeah i'm bad at my job and, you're and like, i make so <laughs> much more money than you oh my god that's the other thing yeah <laughs> yeah it's insane um and i mean i'm not one to talk because we're gonna get into this <laughs> <laughs> because no, i'll means, cry <laughs> it means she's probably they're probably gonna call me for an interview which is excellent okay so oh good. good good that's good. good i just heard back. I don't he's a good friend I don't, I don't want to be rude, but I thought you, I assumed you already would have interviewed for this job. No, no, it's a, my buddy works there and he's like, I can almost certainly get you a job. And I was like, dope. So I sent him over my CV. He rewrote it for me because I haven't written one in 12 years. And, um, Wait. and so we've just been waiting to hear back. When I've written 12 to... in the past year. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> when have you had to write a resume 12 years ago? I assume you were just a bartender and just traded on your skills. I was, but then uh, there was a period where when I first moved to the UK, um, that I got uh, I got an opportunity to be in like a, a group interview for like a corporate job, like a real job. 
and uh, I went, I got, I got the interview and I, I, I ended up not getting the job, but the interview was fucking wild. Cause it was like me and then a bunch of people who had already had real jobs and they were desperate. These were people that worked for like Johnson and Johnson and Ford and like real companies. And they were just like, hi, I'd really like to, uh, here's yeah. me. And then I remember we did like during the group, we had like a speed round interview kind of thing where we sat down with members of different departments and they asked us little questions. And one of the women was like, uh, so do you have any experience in sales? And I was like, oh, I've been a bartender for a long time. I sold shoes on the black market in France for a little while. I don't know if that's, you know, that's a pretty hard sell. That's a pretty hard sell. And, um, and she was like, okay. Uh, but I remember that um, there was one part where we had to, they gave us this huge document. It was like 200 pages um, that summed up what the company did. And they were like, you have five minutes uh, to get as much information out of this as you can. And then I want you to make a presentation about it. And um, because I'd been doing stand-up, I crushed that. Yeah, I did a great job at that. I could see their marketing department being like, we're going to use that. Um, and my buddy called me up after. He's like, this is wild. They didn't give you the job. They wanted to give you the job. But because it's only temporary, they couldn't just train someone to do it. They needed someone who already knew how to do it because it was a short-term contract. Right. And I was like, these people from Ford are this terrified about like a two-month contract? The job market sucks. The job awesome. market sucks. That was like 11 years ago. That was or like 10 years ago. That it's was, yeah. worse now. Yeah. You remember the, uh, you remember 10 years ago, how close we were to that total global economic yeah. collapse. But it's, it's that it still sucks. That's it's, I'm not surprised that it sucked then because of 2008, but that it still sucks. It's fucking it, wild. It's still it's terrible. Sucks. Yeah. Because what no e economist will talk like will really talk about is that we've just been having global economic catastrophe after global economic catastrophe. Like no one talks about the day of Brexit, the currency that the world's debt and investment was held in was changed immediately because the pound was in such a spiral. If they hadn't, if like Mark Carney or whatever the fuck his name was, and the Bank of England hadn't just been like. I don't know what they did, but they did a thing to stabilize it with interest rates or something. And if they hadn't done that, it was like by the time they would have woken up in England, Britain's economy just wouldn't exist. Like it would be like, welcome to England. Go stand in that line. What's that line for? Bread. Fuck you. Like it's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like also there will be an interview process for the bread. Yeah. And it will be days and it will be conducted by a guy who has not been hired yet. Would you like to interview people for bread? What do I get paid in? <laughs> the promise of bread. And you're like, no. Crusts. Yeah, oh, imagine. Yeah, you can all you get you can have one type of bread, but all the bread you want. Really? I pick the bread. The bread is stale. No. Oh, can I run? I think I think I might be uh so I'm I'm still doing my apartment hunt in Victoria for February and March. Found a place, seems perfect. Red flag. Um sent them a sent them a message. They got back to me within about five minutes, and they and the 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 answer was just like text me at and they gave me a number. But I didn't text them. I sent them an email saying, I'd rather keep this on email until I'm sure that you're not a scam. And uh, I haven't heard back from them. And what worried me about that is that uh, you use a phone number to retrieve a password for an email address. Uh, and so if you get the email address from the person and then you get the phone number, that's a way to get a password. So that's why I didn't text them. Am I overthinking this or was I? am I right to be very suspicious? I need you to know this, Chris. Mm -hmm. um, is the email that they have for you is that linked in any way to your phone number? I 
honestly don't remember. I know Google's been asking me for a long time. I can't remember if I ever gave in. You know, you can just check in settings. You can just check in settings. But still, don't like it. Don't like it. It It didn't answer any of my questions in the email. Just went straight to text. I think when when it comes... Yeah, yeah, I think when it comes to um, apartment hunting, red flags are something you can take as like dramatically as you as you need to um mm. because it's one of it it's so many people scamming through those websites yeah. yeah um yeah no i don't think you're being too careful there all right cool cool because yeah that was my initial <laughs> immediately as soon as i saw it i was like nope feels wrong gross but the apartment's so nice i know <laughs> i know but it's probably not there probably scam. yeah probably a scam yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I know mean, that thing if of it's like too it's, good it's, to be true. It's probably not true. <laughs> but it's that you, you know, you know, when you meet someone and they're like they're very pretty, but they're saying a bunch of mm. things, and you're like, "Can I look past this?" I've never Let's been see. able to look nope. past it. I am. I get angry. Uh, this is a straight, like straight dude. Steve, I did do this. Nothing came up. Um, Sorry. Straight dudes are the king of like it doesn't matter as long as they're hot, and I'm always like, mm. "What's wrong with your penis?" Like I'm sorry. My penis, if it's like a super babe, but yeah. she was like, listen, I'm a super babe, but let me tell you who can get in the bin. All trans people. My penis mm. is pro-trans people. Yeah. Yeah. In my in my defense, when I was having those like, is this person, am I attracted enough to this person to let this slide? We're talking late teens. This is, Even this then. is A, before we cared about victims in any it way. Depends on what they're saying. If it's just oh, like yeah, for sure. No, there are write-offs. They're if it's like, if it's straight up like bigotry, yeah. Nah. See you later. You, oh, you if I'm just like, I don't really agree with you. Mm. No, but I'll probably just fuck you and never talk to you again. Yeah, like, there's obviously red lines. There's obviously red yeah. line ones where you're like, well, no, we're getting the fuck out of here. But there are others yeah. where it's like, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How to weigh this out. Mildred yeah. Seashells is actually going to be flip the photos, then image search. That's a fucking oh, smart move. Oh, Mildred. Ooh. Thank you. I will do that. I like show. that a lot. I like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me an example. Give me an example. Give me an example, uh, Ashley, of, of like a thing you don't, you don't necessarily agree with the person, but you could look past. Give me like a specific. Is there an example from your life? You can give me. I'm trying to think of one as well. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. In general, is, is you need to macro agree on most things. Micro disagree is fine, but macro agree. I think for me, it was normally when they said something that was just like so dumb. Not even yeah. like hate for it, just like, like wow, that was, that was barely half a thought. Dumb is, yeah. I cut an FWB out of my life when they revealed how fucking turfy they are. Hmm. Good for you. Steven what C. is an yeah. FWB? Friends with benefits. I'm so surprised ah, you had to be okay. like. I assumed your um, gang is called the FWBs. Let's have some GSA with some FWBs with AM. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that's my gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I don't I can't think of any examples. It's firstly, it's been too long. Secondly, I have a nasty mm. habit of suppressing memories. <laughs> wow! What? A, 
That is probably the funniest, Amazing. healthiest way of Amazing. I don't want to remember my trauma I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> you, you should have said that with one hand cocked on your hip. I did. <laughs> I, I had my hand resting on my hip. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, uh, want to know a quirky um, trait? A little quirky trait I got. I mean, I'm a little yes. worried. Broomstick, yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm answer. Oh, I'm worried about answering. By the way, we've really been interactive with the chat today, but you know who we haven't interacted with at all? Hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, podcast listeners, I didn't get there. I did not get there. I forgot you existed. <laughs> we, yeah. You are. We, we appreciate you. Afterthought. In yeah. theory. We appreciate you in theory. But you're just, you're not here, you know? You're not here. Yeah. We're here. here. Where are you? Yeah. Pod, uh, podcast listeners are the sloppy seconds of UTS. That's right, Earl. That being said, <laughs> as someone who doesn't mind yeah. uh, a seat that's already um, been pre warmed, nothing wrong with going second. Moment of reflection complete. You're um, shitting at something. So... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so. But let's go back to that. Glenn great... Hooper and I. Oh, my God. Well done. Are <laughs> about to bartend in an Indian billionaire's apartment. I want to kiss you on your bearded face, <laughs> you glorious man. <laughs> I didn't even get back there when you said Glenn and I. Oh. <laughs> if there was a stiff breeze in I my needed the right Indian now, billionaire. I would have an erection with how fucking how? good you are at <laughs> Thank you. Thank not you. sexual. It's talent-based. Yeah. That Thank is a, you. That's, a, that's not an erection. It's a Oh, talent-based erections are a thing. Yes. That's how I get almost every erection course, from any it's never yes. looks. Oh yeah, it's sometimes those sometimes they overlap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, so I so I get this I get the shot from Glenn. He goes, "You want to do this? It's weird." I said, "Yeah, I fucking love weird things." He goes, "Cool. It's in an Indian billionaire's house." I said, "Dope. Never been to that. Let's go." So it overlooks um Hyde Park. Um has a <laughs> security guard right at the front. That checked all our bags, made sure everything was in there. We signed an NDA before walking into the house, um, which uh, I don't feel like I need to honor anymore because he has since been deported to India on fraud charges and is currently in prison. Uh, so this guy owned um, Cobra Beer. Uh, so he had his own F1 team. Um, he was beyond rich. Uh, they had a... Um, an elevator uh, in the house. His, what was his name? I can't know? remember. I can't was remember. Was it Nirav Modi? No. Might have been. Um, send me the link that you got. Um, but uh, you know this guy, Flowing Mullet? You know this guy. This dude's a maniac. So I walk in. Uh, we take take the elevator up. It's got doors on both sides. It turns out that that's because um, there there's the floor, like the floor of the house. And then a little bit below that, there's the servant's exit from the elevator which is always two steps below because you're below everybody um they had a um uh is it this guy 
No, different guy. Uh, I mean, hilariously, <laughs> there are a shitload of Indian billionaires that have been deported. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, um, so I went up, uh, met, it was a while before I met him. First person I met was uh, like the personal secretary who sort of showed me everything. She seemed cool, if a bit tense. Um, and then I met their au pair who was like this, this beautiful young French woman who was super nice, showed me around. And while I was sitting at the bar, um, I just asked her, I was like, so what's it like to work here? And she goes, oh, it's great. I love it. And then she sort of came in. I think, I think it was VJ. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. That's exactly why. Yeah. I, I think that's the one. Um, um, excuse me. So then, so I go, how is it? She goes, oh, it's great. And then she, um, she pretends to clean something near me and then she whispers and she goes, they're always listening. And then goes back to cleaning what she's doing. I was like, okay. fuck. Um, immediately notice uh, original Picasso, original Cezanne, original Rembrandt on the wall. Uh, the tackiest, of course, tackiest room I've ever been in. Literal gold all over the wall. Of course. Of course. Absolutely nuts. Um, so the guy walks in, introduces himself. It was pretty chill. He was like yeah. nice enough. Like didn't like shook our hands and stuff. He wasn't a weirdo. Um, but then, um, uh, he had a mohawk, gotta be in his fifties, had a mohawk that had a ponytail down to his ass. Oh no. And I was like, that's a, that's a weird choice. And then I didn't realize until when his friends got there, the look on his face, cause I know mischief. I can recognize mischief. It's a skill. <laughs> it's been yeah, so yeah, dear yeah. to my heart. And he got this little smile on his face whenever anyone went, I love your hair. And he's like, oh. do you? Do you love my hair? <laughs> so he just, excellent. just had this haircut so that he knew that people would have to lie to say that they liked it. He was That's so funny. A maniac. But he wasn't the only one. They were all crazy. One of the guys who so was like a small get together, there was maybe 12 people. They, even that seems like a lot. They, um, one of the guys, so it was like clearly family and maybe a couple of very, very, very close friends. One guy brought, everyone brought their wife or her husband. One dude brought what was clearly a Russian prostitute. Yes, I knew it. I was going to say, there are two things that are so weird if you hang out with very rich people. And that is one, there is always a sex worker just there. And it's like, we're all, all right, cool. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't Cobra. It was Kingfisher that he owned. Um, but um, yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, clearly she was like six feet tall, tiny little dress tiny little really tight black leather dress and she was when she walked in she was like sort of taking it in like and then she went all right fuck it and then just played along and nobody was allowed to say anything she was like the dude's mohawk they just had to talk to her like she was a wife they all did their best to include so, her in things while clearly <laughs> hating her being fucking furious that this okay. was happening do you want to know the wildest example and extension of i have so much power i can make you do this mm. So do you are you do you both know who Roy Cohn is? Yeah, he was uh, Trump's like mentor, right? Basically. So yeah. Ashley, do you know who Roy Cohn is? No. Long and short, uh, Roy Cohn was a very he was sort of famous. He's a he's, but he was Trump's mentor, right? He was Trump's attorney. <laughs> he was Trump's attorney, but it's so much worse than that. He was the legal nice. He was the legal architect of uh, Joseph McCarthy's hunt for supposed communists in Hollywood and okay. the government. So he architected the Red Scare. He also architected something called the Lavender Scare, which was a hunt out for insidious homosexuals in the federal government. Uh, fun mm. fact, he was 
uh, closetly gay, possibly with Joseph McCarthy, but definitely had a long-term relationship with uh, his aide, um, who was a guy named G. Gordon Shine, which led to the investigation on the army um, uh, uh, harboring communists because they made G. Gordon Shine uh, not be with his boyfriend, Roy Cohn, and join the army because of the Korean War. So then Roy Cohn had to go into private practice and became the lawyer for the five families, uh, the lawyer for Donald Trump, the lawyer for everyone evil, Roy Cohn. A crazy amount of power was the reason Ronald Reagan got elected, was the architect of the neoconservative philosophy and the combination of evangelical uh, thought being used to push forward right-wing ideals. A truly evil man. Mm. And he was a, um, uh, he was a, he was a gay man. Uh, and because it was one of those things you could never be seen being gay, would constantly throw rumors about being engaged to Barbara Walters. But his big move, and you can see this, is he would bring um, uh, young, blonde sex workers to big-time events. So he had a video, or a, uh, a there's a photo of him, Ronald, and Nancy Reagan, who are intentionally ignoring the AIDS crisis so they can kill gay, kill gay people, stood with Roy Cohn and his, like, out-of-central casting, hot-as-fuck gay male prostitute and they did this all of the time it was his big move of like like hello mr jerry falwell the leader of the um religious right i'm the reason you have legal protection so now you get to this is bucky and he's got a big tasty dick like it was bucky like, i like to sucky yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it is like oh there's a bunch of amazing wow. documentaries on roy Cohn. the best one is uh roy Cohn. Uh, coward, um, uh, bully, coward victim. Absolutely, watch what he did to the Rosenbergs is so fucked up. But like, just that little aspect of it, you're just like, like the power that guy wielded was crazy. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I do enjoy that. Like, and it's a weird, super rich, powerful move of like, say something about my day. Yeah, say it. It was it was wild to watch, and it was it was infuriating to watch them go around. Like it was it was fascinating, and I'm I'm really glad that I worked it. Money was not good enough for what so. it was, but it never right. was. Um, and it's weird because like Glenn's one of the few guys where there's some uh, bartending's a lot of comedy, and that there's a lot of cowboys out there. And so sometimes you do a job, and it's like you're pocketing a lot of the money you promised to pay me to the promoter. Um, but Glenn's not that guy. Glenn Glenn's straight up. What I was earning is what was promised. But um. Like I remember standing there and they were they were all smoking big fat cigars and drinking like delicious scotch. I barely made a cocktail and just poured like fucking amazing whiskey. And um they would stand there and they would smoke the cigars and they would just blow the smoke into this original Saison. Oh no, don't there's like no glass over it, it's just there. And it's all about just like look at all this shit I can ruin. Yeah. Who cares? Like you, wow. you're the worst. When he, when I saw the the report of him being done for fraud and being extradited to India, I laughed so hard. I was like, couldn't have happened to a bigger piece of shit. Like I guarantee this guy's a clearly a monster. Like if he gets off on those little haircut power deals with his own yeah. family, imagine what he's doing to people that he's not related to. Yeah. This dude sucks. So was, I that was one of those like, hooray, <laughs> fuck this guy. So yeah, that's an NDA that I signed that I don't think I have to hold to anymore. I um, um, this is a weird one, but I um, 
I was listening to some economics podcast or something, and they were like making this interesting point about capitalism. They were like, here's the thing with the difference between being a millionaire and a billionaire. Mm. There are millionaires, even 100 millionaires, that are genuinely good people and just were talented, lucky in the right industry at the right time. They're like, there are no billionaires that haven't done something truly and profoundly evil. Like if you were yeah. a billionaire, you've you've intentionally popped someone's eye out of the socket to get a toehold to get you a little bit further up the wall. Like that is yeah, so much like when you look at like what is the difference between a hundred million dollars and a billion dollars? Like you're like, that yeah. is insane. It's stupid money. Yeah. It's stupid money. Yeah. Like I, I, if you have ten million dollars, what else do you need? Like you don't yeah. need anything else. Yeah, I remember when I made over forty-five thousand uh, uh, Canadian dollars in a year, and thinking, mm. "Well, that, that that that's it." I, yeah. What else do I? I could eat at a restaurant for most meals. What What else do I need from this world? Like, what are you I, talking about? I had one year when I was still bartending, when I was at like the peak of my powers, where I earned uh, sixty grand. Um, and most of it cash and tips and life was so easy, easy, so easy. It's crazy how much easier it, it was so easy. And I, that's what, like, when I look back on it, it's not even about, that was the year that I took my girlfriend to, to, um, Disneyland with money out of my drawer. And it was, things were just so fucking easy. And that's the yeah. thing that goes by is like, people go, money isn't happiness. And it's like, well, in the sense that. A lack of stress is happiness. It is. First of all, David Lee Roth has David Lee Roth has the greatest comeback to that quote, mm. which is you're right, money cannot buy you happiness, but with money, you could buy a boat. And with that mm -hmm. boat, you can drive to happiness. <laughs> <laughs> um so yes, yes. So they say you don't get happier after 70 grand. Um yeah. Yeah, at 70 grand, you have your needs yeah. met and time. Like it's it's yeah. so crazy, yeah. Uh, uh, it's Jeff Bezos' uh, wealth shown to scale with a pic. Oh my God, what is that? Do the Jeff Bezos? I'm gonna look this up. This might be very depressing. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, Chris, uh, yep. the billionaire you definitely uh, bartended for, um, uh, definitely, definitely was the Kingfisher guy because I'm looking at a photo of him and he yeah, has a mohawk into a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely him. I'm looking at his picture right now from the link that you sent, and I can, yeah, that dude sucks. Yeah, Jeff Bezos, pixel art. Oh my god, this is gonna be sad. Oh, but he cut it short though, he cut off the long ponytail because he's in <laughs> legal trouble. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, oh, that's not visually interesting. Uh, can you send the pixel thing? I can't find it. Uh, who are we doxing? Yeah, fuck this fucking guy. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck I mean, him. King, King Geo. King Geo makes a point that uh, you you can't buy a house with that anymore. With what? With, with seventy grand. No. I've never need like I, it, this sounds very crazy, and I don't know how to explain this, but I've never been like. I just I think I just lived in Europe at the right time where I've never under like I'm like yeah I would like to be able to buy a house but it's like I have other I, I used to feel that way and now I'm looking at my folks getting older and they don't own property mm. and it's made me 
panic. <laughs> yeah, there's something about being at, especially when all of a sudden rent hikes, like right now, like where they'll, yeah. they'll kick someone out because they're they're hiking rent 45% or something. And being at that age where you're on a fixed income and being at the mercy of your landlord is scary. And so I like yeah, the yeah. idea of like, this is mine and that's that. Here's the Jeff mm -hmm. Bezos thing. Thank you so much for sharing it. Um, so well shown to scale. I don't know how to scroll right on my computer. Oh, scroll right, shift and the mouse wheel. So a thousand is that tiny little pixel there. Oh my God. That's 68 me. grand. 68 grand is the median household income. There's 1 million. I hate this. I hate this. This is a billion. So the blue is a billion. Remember, green is a million. The blue that takes up my whole screen without being able to see the beginning or end of it. And then three, four, four more clicks of the mouse wheel. That's a billion. And then Jeff Bezos's wealth, which has increased since then. It's more than this now. Uh, 185. They have a little, they have a little scale of Look 80 million go. at the bottom. Look at it go. It's still scrolling, still scrolling, still scrolling, still scrolling. Still scrolling. Gonna scroll faster now because this is taking too long. Still scrolling. Orange, 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 orange. I feel like this is never gonna end. Am I being pranked? And then a little message. Jeff is so wealthy that it's quite literally unimaginable. Chris, look look at Beardy Noise has pointed out the fucking amazingest thing. The fucking look at the scroll button at the bottom of the screen, like the actual yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus! Oh wow! Go back, go back, go back! It's sending us messages. There's the little things written. Uh, even even the fortunes of very rich people are dwarfed by the incomprehensible wealth of the point zero zero one percent zero 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 one percent. So currently at one hundred and forty billion, I've just grabbed the cursor now. Oh wait, hold on. There we go. So we're we're right at the edge of it. We're at one hundred and seventy six. No single human needs or deserves this much wealth. Absolutely correct. And uh, we have four four billion to go, guys. That's all. I We're almost it. there. There it is. Uh, and the four hundred richest Americans out of what's the population now? Three hundred and fifty million. About? Of what? America? Americans? About three hundred fifty yeah. million. Yeah, I think it's three hundred fifty something. Yeah. Okay, so this is the four hundred richest, and I'm I'm just gonna grab the cursor, and we're just gonna go. I am a third of the way down the screen. Uh, and you wonder why we can't get uh, taxing the rich into the law books? Anybody wondering? Anybody I, curious? Uh, I mean, I see. Here's the interesting thing: is I'm not even for taxing the rich. I'm here. I'm for violently murdering Jeff Bezos. Look at that! Look at that! Three point two trillion. Listen, that I was um, that for the. Com uh, just to compare, uh, the scrolling of the the Jeff Bezos one was about one eighth of the scroll bar, and then the rest was the four hundred richest. Yeah, that's this is why you want to solve this problem. It's very simple. Uh, you take those four hundred people and you put them in a room with a bunch of knives, and you go, only one of you gets to walk out. Go ahead. And then when that one guy is still there, you walk in with a gun, shoot them in the head. And just as you're about to shoot them, you're like, I thought I got to live. And you're going, you got to live this extra little bit. 
and now I kill you too. Shoot them in the fucking head. But then, but then, who gets the money? Because that's sort of how Putin does it. Weirdly, you give he, all the and money. Then he you, just keeps on. it. You give that's the stuff. money to Putin. That's the problem with the plan. Is that you have to give the money to Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Um, Ashley, can you rate the three <laughs> richest men in the world? Can we do this? This is, I think, a great way to end. Sure. I can't promise I won't cry while I do it, though. I mean, we're looking at a. Are we looking at Bezos, Gates, and Musk? Is that who the three richest? Three richest. Oh, let's go. Three richest people. In the there world. might be. There was. It, it was Jack Ma for a while. Um, although his company yeah. isn't what it used to be, but it used, it, Jack Ma was up there for a little while. What it might be. To, I wonder what happened to Jack Ma. I'll tell you who I'm not going to ask. Uh, oh my oh, God. Um, uh, Bill Gates not even in the top three. Do you want to do the top five, Ashley? Um, From Tiger Tiger, I've seen them. You'll cry. Yeah, I mean, I got to <laughs> tell you, they are a new looking good. Um, Oh, the first one's a real kick in the trousers, too. All right, are you ready? Right. My, hang on. I'll just... <laughs> Go on, then. Yeah, you're not going to like the first one. Say hello to the musk man. <laughs> Look at this fucking dork. Stop tweeting about comedy, Elon. Go ahead, Ashley. What do we think of this man? I think he is like some sort of... Um, alien rat. <laughs> He's <laughs> he has the weirdest face. Yeah, he has the weirdest face, and it it's makes really me weird. deeply, <laughs> deeply uncomfortable. I want um, I want to drop him into the middle of a South African <laughs> township and just. I tell think everyone... he looks like somebody already did drop him. Like <laughs> he just. I want him eviscerated. He has the weirdest face. <laughs> I I almost uh, at tweeted David Crosby. David Crosby got unfollowed by me because of this because he wrote, let me say this about Elon Musk. He's the future and we need him. And I wrote out David Crosby, clearly all that coke and heroin you did has rattled your brain. This man is a monster. And I was like, don't pick on David Crosby. His music gives you so much joy. But I had to unfollow mm -hmm. to send a message. Yeah. I have, of course, since followed back because I need I need to see him trolling Fox News personalities. So, um, Ashley, in must get a new haircut. You can see his hair transplant scars. I was wondering about that because mm -hmm. it's like, is he is he the only one who got a hair transplant where it's like, damn, that looks like hair. Yeah, if you've got, if you got, it looks two, like I, I didn't even know that technology like existed. Hair, like it looks like hair on a skeleton, though. Like it just, oh, he's disgusting. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. It's gross. But I was just impressed with his hair scientists. Uh, Ashley, what what type of weird sex move do you think this guy starts with? The amount um, of you're giving this is absolutely... Yeah. It really is. I really appreciate I'd it. Say he's an, I'd say he is disgustingly bland. Oh, mm. very interesting. So you're saying not I'd say like, he does nothing. I'd say you have to do everything for him. He's like, I'm fucking he, Elon Musk. You don't I'm not gonna try. Do you think he fingers like this? I don't think he fingers. <laughs> this guy does not finger or go down on anybody. No, no. finger, no go down? No. no. No go down? 
No go down. No go down. <laughs> so do you think that uh, he gives uh, he gives really <laughs> bad cunnilingus? Oh no, uh, he gives re- coming in from beard. No, he gives really bad cunnilingus. But acts no, like no, he he, d- he just he does not even do that. I guarantee um, you, he doesn't ever give it. Yeah. We got some great stuff coming into the chat. Coming in from Yes Meatballs, he definitely maintains an uncomfortable length of eye contact. Very yeah. good point. Yes Meatballs. I'm gonna say he does. Uh, coming in from Mildred uh, Seashells, a dry bar of soap has more personality. Mm-hmm. Lovely stuff from yep. Radiant User. He licks your eyeballs. And from <laughs> Maggie, yeah, oh, FBK, he goes in he dry. He goes in dry. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. goes and in he, dry. He doesn't, he doesn't know that's weird. Yeah. Because no. he doesn't know what it is to go in wet. I bet you he no. thinks that that's what it is. He's like, yeah. you, like have, you heard, have you guys heard about... You know how, <laughs> this one got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, coming in from Andy Riss Evan, he likes a car charger cable up the ass. That's just like how brutally. Um, uh, uh, no, I think the- he's disgustingly bland. I think you have to be on top, and like that's all it is. Yeah. I wonder if he does like a few things that are like because he knows that he's bland that that are like ostentatiously oh interesting weird. Just to try to be like, I'm an eccentric billionaire. Like he's got like a, a tortoise with a dildo strapped to the top. And I he's like think, fuck, fuck, fuck my tortoise. He's 107 I, years old. I think he arrhythmically thrusts. So whatever, let's say your rhythm is mm. his rhythm to that would be and would just be yeah. like you just couldn't <laughs> fucking the Castellaneta. Yeah, bank. like just like yeah. Uh, oh, oh God! He'd have shopped at the fancy lingerie shop I worked at. Oh my! Uh, yeah. Buying useless, weird gold body jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's into tacky body jewelry for sure. My, my gun is huge. Ashley is rating the three richest uh, people of the planet. Number two, Jeff Bezos. Go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> Why does he look like a marionette? <laughs> what a terrible photo he's chosen. <laughs> It's a really poor photo. Oh my god, yes, um, meatballs. He looks like Elon, a worm. Elon Musk puts on. <laughs> Why are all these people so fucking ugly? Why because is anyone ever no listening to them? Hold me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks he looks I'm like a, a worm or he looks he looks like uh, I don't know. You have actually. It have just, you it's making me so sad. I mean, have you, Beardy noise. Very good point. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Mildred Seashells, Jeff Bezos, is Earthworm <laughs> Jim, Earthworm Jim, Earl Grey's discount Picard. <laughs> um, I just uh, Maggie. He no. looks like a fucking wax version of himself. But back to yes. Beardy noise's point. Have you seen the powerful divorce energy he's having right now? Have you seen Jeff, Jeff Bezos is just putting on like. Jeff Bezos and my 18-year-old brother have a very similar social media output, and my brother is <laughs> smart enough not to put it. My brother's in his first year of fucking university, so I guarantee he's shirtless in a pool near a bunch of babes. But that's because my brother knows how to party. Jeff Bezos is at the same party bumming out those babes. Hey, do you girls want to take a ride in my rocket ship? How about Jeff no, Be- Jeff? Jeff Bezos's divorce is the best thing to happen to Pitbull's career. <laughs> <laughs> Never has he been more omnipresent on social media than right now. Um, 
I mean, this uh, Errol Gray is coming in. The clip with him and Shatner post spaces is transcendingly depressing. Absolutely. When William <laughs> Shatner is like sick of phantom, thank you so much for this joy. And Jeff Bezos just just looking at him like, that's right. I now own Captain Picard. Uh, I will say. This, oh, um, my oh my God. I mean, I got to tell you. This guy looks like he's out of what's it called? Um, oh, what is it called? The A Team. The Thunderbirds the thing. Thunderbirds, the yeah, little puppet like thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> don't he? He looks like the baddie from Thunderbirds, the guy who's always causing yeah. havoc. Oh, That's exactly God. what he looks like. But he is the hottest of the three thus far. Like Bernard, <laughs> like he is the hottest. No, he's a child very fast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a Team American puppet. Yeah, that's oh exactly what that is. That's so funny. That I mean, is so I, unnerving. I mean, I number four. Like it's I I like let's check it. There's bit like I can't believe I'm gonna say this, Bill but Gates Bill is Gates is the hottest. Yeah, yeah Bill yeah. Yeah. he's the only one that looks like a fucking person. And like he doesn't look like <laughs> a good person. Being. He doesn't yeah. look like a good person. He kinda looks like a like some sort of weird naked bird. But <laughs> <laughs> but one that doesn't fly. Land yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, bird, just yeah, scoots around fly. real fast. Yeah. Just... yeah, he looks he looks like Mr. Burns. He does. Yeah, he I will give like anyone Burns, fifty dollars if they can yell at Bill Gates. <laughs> you look like a naked bird. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, but he is. He's the most attractive out of all of them so far. I mean, <laughs> let's see what number five has to offer. Larry Page. Co-founder. I have Alphabet. no idea who this is. Oh, oh, he Google. made Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, only one I, I'm always amazed that he was able to stay out of the spotlight that much because, like, I didn't know his name for years until I actively looked up. Wait, who runs Google? Well, it's also because it, yeah. it was weird to me that like I Bezos. I didn't realize Google. until right now that I didn't know who ran Google. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird, right? It feels like that would have been one of the first tech people that you would know, but just sort of kept a much lower profile than everybody else yeah the other thing is uh you i know had how this he... exact thought yeah yeah i was about to point out do you want to know why you don't know who he is because he controls the means of how we find out all of our information and he doesn't yeah. want to be discovered yeah that's fair he's doing yeah. a good job at that yeah and there's two of them there's two the other thing is there's two... the other thing is it's not one individual in google there's two it's larry page and the the guy with the it's like is it sergey yeah sergey brin yeah, it's some yeah. sort of fucking yeah, yeah, him and yeah, Bryn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like he's not he's also not a deformity of a human being. <laughs> yeah. just... Also looks like a person. Just looks like a person. He looks like yeah, a person. Yeah. His yeah. hair is a very weird color. I mean the business. I'm aware that there's some light on it at the moment, but it's a this... weird color nonetheless. Yes, meatballs and crushing it. Like Larry Page looks like that pharmacy student you knew at university who wouldn't shut up about knowing how to make LSD. He just, this will make me cool. Girls will want to talk to me now. No, Larry. Yeah. No, they won't. Doesn't even do it. Just knows how to make it. Boom, he can't afford a better point. haircut, but as Boris Johnson proved, uh, people trust you more if you're rich and have a better haircut. Yeah, he's like a yeah, he's like an unfuckable Brian Cox, Tiger Tiger. Great fucking yeah. point. Thank you. I couldn't think who he looks That's like. Exactly <laughs> who he looks like. He looks like an un yeah, he looks like bad at eating you out, Brian Cox. Yeah, I bet Brian Cox 
I do. Hard disagree. Brian Cox is a handsome man. Brian Cox does not know how. Like he would, if you're into some, you know, if you're into like a light caress, Brian Cox is your man. But if you're no, looking to get, he goes straight to the asshole. Straight no, that's tongue, that's, tongue to be whole. That's Robin Ince. Robin Ince goes straight for the asshole. That's why they. That's why the infinite money key cage goes so well because you're in there going to have sex with the both of them. Brian Cox is I'm a caress, and then like um, Robin Ince just rips all of Robin Ince's clothes are tearaway. By the way, he just tears them all <laughs> off, and he's just like, "Yeah, now I'm gonna get into you." By the way, what am I? Oh, sorry. I really do hope Robin sees this because nothing could be less true. But <laughs> yeah. like Robin Ince does just not come across man. as sexual; just comes across as the sweetest man. Just so wants, nice. He just wants to talk to me about the music I like. God, I like. Yeah. Where the fuck is Robin Ince right now? Uh, one of my one of my favorite um, uh, Jim versus Dwight in the office uh, pranks is when uh, Jim bought exactly Dwight's suit but uh, made it tear away, and so as Dwight is walking from his car. Jim just comes up and in one swipe tears off all of his clothes. It's a really beautiful moment. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Brian Cox gives an acceptable performance, but then he Here's wants to shut up his feelings afterwards. I can see that. In that pause, were all three of us reaching to bring up that comment? Because that's what I was doing. In that no. pause. So, yeah. yeah, damn. Um, Oh, Guys. interesting. I knew students of his in Manchester said he was the worst fucking professor ever. Just pure ego. Uh, never did any fucking teaching. Damn. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, you like. Wait, was like he that... already a well published author at that point? Because if he wasn't, that's insane. And if he was, it's just sort of a dick move. Well, like, like it's like how if you hear the people that worked in restaurants with Jamie Oliver, they all are like, yeah, he was a self centered dick who anytime there was a camera near the kitchen would get in front of it. Because mm -hmm. he wanted to be on TV. Like, if you're a astronomy professor and you end up with a radio show on arena tour, that's because you were like, I don't really give a fuck about the stars. Mm. I'm the brightest star. I met Jamie Oliver once because I bartended one of his events. And the funniest thing about him to me was he's clearly afraid of bartenders. Of course he is. Uh, because he was walking around super confident throughout the whole thing. Hi, hi, hi. And then he got around us and got super sheepish. Yeah, he's working. Real, oh, hi guys. How are you having a nice time? I was like, who bullied you? Like, did it still that you're famous now and you're still afraid of the idea of a bartender? That's fucking wild. Is he oh, is he a former alcoholic? Oh, oh that would make oh, more sense. Oh, uh, so he's trying to be cute to get us to take him off the wagon. That's so, right, Chris. He's trying to trick you. Try, stop um, being coquettish, Oliver. Oh, we Carl just made that up. Super plausible, though. Super plausible. Uh, any raids or by before raids? Any plugs before we call uh, this absolutely epic show to an end? No plugs. Uh, if you want to send me money, let's guys. A lot of you really contribute a lot of stuff to the Patreon. Do that. <laughs> send Ashley some money. <laughs> and if you're not part of the Patreon, join the Patreon. If you are part of the Patreon, thank you so much for being part of the Patreon. We, we love gonna, you. We are getting yeah. better on all of our rewards. We will have a new we're, Patreon we're episode. We're getting there. Next week. ASAP. Yeah. Um, we will be announcing tomorrow when the next gaming stream will be for Patreon. Oh, yeah. Patreon. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are we announcing tomorrow? <laughs> uh, we will announce that tomorrow. Any other announcements and stuff we need? I don't think so. In theory, we'll have a guest tomorrow, but and you'll have to tune in to find out who that guest is because who knows if they'll actually be here. 
and yeah. Uh, cool. As for raids, we got um, Toasties on, Paleontologizing, and my gun is huge. Uh, Unless anyone I, has anyone that they recommend, we're always looking for new streamers oh, to raid. That's true. If you guys in the Discord want to throw out streamers that we should follow and uh, and uh, and ra so we can raid, also stream summaries. If you feel yeah. like putting in a stream summary, all things you post in the stream summary stuff, if you post them as a summary, will be put into the stream summary for the podcast. I would it, I would assume you wanted to be about this episode. If you just have a message for the podcast listeners, put it in there. Message for Chris, put it in there. Message for Ashley, put it in there. All of that will be shared as the summary for the podcast episode that will be going out in half an hour of this show. Yay. Um, uh, so who should we rate out of those three? I say Toasty. Or yeah, let's go toasty. toasty. Let's go Toasty. toasty. All right, I'm starting the raid. We love uh, you, everybody. Raid, and raid message is naked bird. Naked. No, because we don't know her. We don't know. So, and she's a lady, which British people call birds. Damn so it. we're not yeah, going it. with No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, that one could come across a bit poorly. Yes. Yeah. Killed any horses yet? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what about, <laughs> what about uh, fuck Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yes. Do that uh, one. I don't think you can swear. Uh, uh, um, screw Jeff Bezos and yeah. assume that she knows what we mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Screw Jeff Bezos is the raid message. We love you guys. Here's an old lady talking about sex. Screw Jeff Bezos. Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his